When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello and welcome to the Parenting Tools podcast. We are the Parenting Tools. My name is Jordan. And my name is Jason. This is the podcast where... Two dads talk about the hilarious chaos. <laughs> it's been so long. Said it confidently. What is the other bit? The relentless beauty. Relentless beauty. It is relentless. The unforgettable relentless beauty. <laughs> the unforgettable relentlessness <laughs> and beauty of parenting. Jace, you've got a lozenge on the go? I've got a lozenge on the go. In my head, I sound like Barry White. In mine, you look like him. <laughs> <laughs> so if, if my voice just disappears halfway through the podcast, you're, you're solo in it. Oh, don't do it to me. Don't leave me hanging. <laughs> I'll be here just uh, la- silently laughing along. Nothing's changed as usual. <laughs> do you know, um, <laughs> we, we haven't done this, just me and you. Since Easter Monday. Is Seriously? Is, is, Easter that right? Mo- is Easter Monday a thing? Or yeah. is it just the Monday after Easter? Easter Monday, all that the same. Bank Holiday Monday was the last time me and you... We obviously had guest episodes. Wow, it's we've been had a Mark. while. We had Sam last week. Shout out to Sam. Yeah. So since then, we've not done this. Just two of us in person. Just us. Wow. So yeah, feels nice. It does feel nice. Happy feel, to be back. <laughs> feels strange, doesn't it? Back in the saddle. So how's it been? <laughs> oh, it has been... It's been, it's been, it, it's been really good. I've, I've been on holiday. You have? I've been away for work. Nice. Um, and like now I've found myself kind of trying to readjust from today to like back to normal life. Yeah. Um, so it's actually quite late for us recording this. It is indeed. Uh, because I had the tension of, I was away for three days this week, could like crack a door and gone, uh, didn't get back till really late. Um, and my daughter has been pretty sad. Um, because we were on holiday the week before, spent lots of time with her. And then when I was away for work and FaceTiming, she would just cry on FaceTime. Oh, bless her. Miss daddy. Which c- conflicted me. Yeah. I felt really bad for not being there, but I felt nice being 
wanted. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and you can turn it down. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just turn it off. <laughs> but um, so, yeah, just trying to be extra present. Extra present, yeah, in yeah. the home. Yeah, yeah. Um, just being there for Noah and just hanging out a bit more. But I'm already feeling the, the tension on just life and work, mm-hmm. trying to be home more. Um, I think by the end of this week, I'll have to go back to the normal balance, whatever that was. But trying to compensate in a way. Yeah. Um, so it feels like it's been manic. I don't f- really feel like I know what's going on, but I really do. So yeah. Well, I've got a I've got a bit of a life update Ooh. that kind of crosses that bridge that you've just mentioned. Addresses that. Uh, but I'll come back to it as a little bit of a deep bit. God, oh, little hook. Yep. Shh, reel me in. Yeah. Watch till end. <laughs> Watch till. <laughs> Wait for it. <laughs> but because we've not done this for a while, we've got a load of listener questions. We have and loads of questions. Loads of listener comments to get through. But before we do. Got a few opening, open little things. We like to say what's gone on with our kids. Funny bits. Oh, I've got a, a top tool. Oh, top, top tool. tool. Boom. Nearly. I forgot about that. I still felt like the uh, the the Barry, the Barry White, White. <laughs> <laughs> the baritone. <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> so genuine top tool. Um, yeah. We were taking my daughter swimming quite a lot at Centre Parks. Shout out to the Centre Parks pool. Very good. Love the rapids. <laughs> Myself, not not my daughter. Uh, <laughs> She's learning how to swim, but the um, you have to wear one of those little vests or like armbands or something. Yeah, bless her, her arms aren't strong enough to have armbands by herself. Um, and the what the, like the bodysuit like floats. Yeah, was just too big, and like it was just like holding her up by her neck. Oh um, yeah, and so there. genuinely, uh, my wife bought this thing off Amazon, and when I saw it, I was, I was like, what is that? Like, I can't put my daughter in that. When I saw it in the pool, I was like, all, all those sorts are gone. Yeah. It worked perfectly. It's one called a over. puddle jumper. We've got them. There's one there. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> it's like we've planned it and we haven't. No. For those watching on the video, look at this. It's look got like that. two armbands attached to a bit that goes around your chest. Yep. Doesn't we, sound that innovative, but it had, is. We had the exact same thing. So our little boy, uh, armbands were kind of just... Yeah. Too much. The the vests were too big, so they'd just ride up to his chin. And we saw a kid in the pool with those on, puddle jumper. My wife said, what's that? Puddle jumper. Costco we got ours from. Nice. Now our little girl's got one as well. So yeah, we're, all, we're, all, we're a puddle jumper family. <laughs> You're preaching to the choir. So I, I don't think we have an official puddle jumper one. We have a, a knockoff. Um, unless they want to sponsor us, then we'll have the legitimate one. A puddle jumper. <laughs> But it works as, just as good, all the same. They're really good. They are really good. That is a top tool. Yeah. For anyone struggling with the swimming buoyancy. Can't, honestly, can't recommend it more. Yeah. So yeah, that went well then, did it? Kind of changed the... Uh... Changed the game. Um, oh. She's now trying to actually swim, which is nice, rather than just float there, just... <laughs> like I'm sure of life. Like a cork. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Well, we got a... Um... Well, before I get into that, I've got a nappy update. So I said last week that we'd uh, ditched the nighttime nappies. Mm. So we're eight nights in. Eight? Yeah. Seven or eight. And we've had two accidents. That's it. Nice. So he's, he's done brilliantly. Really proud of it. And one wow. of those accidents, I, it was, a, you know, a light one. Quite enough to wake him up, but not enough to think, oh, I'll change the sheets. <laughs> we've been putting a towel, down as, a towel down as well. But um, he's been doing really well. Really proud of him. However, oh, no. he's waking up in the night for a wee. Yeah. 
it's a quarter to three this morning and I'm just, I'm thinking, let's get a nappy back on it. So, so just, just give me a quick update on the sleep scenario. What's it been like the last few weeks? Standard night. We've been doing really well, sleep-wise. Yeah. Uh, which is good. Can't complain. So talk me through details. What time do they get to sleep? So little girl, my, she's, how old is she now? She's one and a three quarters. She's one and something, which again, I'll pick up in a bit. Um, <laughs> she goes through six to a half, half six to a half six. She's amazing. Uh, Luca goes through probably seven, seven thirty till half six. Wow. Six. But we still have a little bit of go back till your clock's yellow and he's been getting better at that. Yeah. Ongoing battle for long time listeners. <laughs> still not there. This, um, this is one of those moments where it's like, I'm really pleased for you. We've had a lot of this <laughs> recently. So we posted a video of Alistair when Alistair was on. Brilliant episode. Miffy. Yeah, Miffy. Great episode. I think there's a lot of, I had a lot of good feedback, a lot of text from people saying, really enjoyed that episode. That's uh, my first five years. Yeah. Didn't know. And so we put a clip of Alistair saying, there's no such thing as a, a baby that just sleeps through the night and your baby will wake up and, uh, you know, it's natural for them to wake up. We've had so many comments of people saying, well, my baby does sleep through. They do exist <laughs> because mine exists. Have I been nursing a, a non-existent baby? And, um, I think a lot of people are taking that. Literally, what he's saying is there's not a baby that sleeps deeply yeah. through the night. You have lighter periods of sleep. Some will wake up but not cry. But, like, I'm ha all those people going, mine sleeps 17 hours. I'm like, good for you. Like, Great. genuinely, I'm Great. so pleased for you. But read the room a bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's people that are having a hard There's time. a lot of people saying, like, we had one comment saying, I needed this today. I was like, at my wits end. And then you've got someone else going, my kid sleeps for three weeks straight. And it's, <laughs> I'm chuffed for you. So we, we currently, and this has been the norm for us for a, a while now. So my daughter's three in a month, whatever that means. Um, she goes to bed anywhere between half six and half seven. The routine's the same. Yeah. When we start, it depends on if she's tired or not. Um, and then anywhere between 10 p.m., as it was last night, and 1 a.m., she'll just walks into our room, refuses to go back into her bedroom, and she'd be really cute and just want to cuddle. Yeah. And that's it, and then she's in our bed. And then seven o'clock usually, on the dock, she's up. How, how do they do it? I don't know, but it's... So she's sleeping well. It's just from the time that she's in our bed, I'm not sleeping that well. Yeah. To the point where I've... I've considered sleeping on the floor. <laughs> in the middle of the night, she's going, the floor looks nice right about now. <laughs> Well, last night uh, he came in, it was quarter to three and uh, he went to the toilet. He was dry, again, chuffed, but <laughs> just do it in your own, in your own bed, like stay in there and talk to someone else. And um, he came into our room and we've got a light in our room that sometimes kind of glows. It's not on, but it glows a little bit. Nice. And he just went, there's a ghost up there. <laughs> so my wife freaks out and he's going, it's got, it's got glowy eyes or something along those lines. I just get, he's got a double bed, mentioned this before. I just got up and went in his room. I just thought, I'm not having a conversation at this time. <laughs> so I went into his bedroom. But yeah, that's, so that's disrupted things a little bit. He's yeah. been waking up once in the night to go for a wee. And again, it's just one of those phases that we've got to see out. Mm. But um, yeah, just a bit of a pain. So we're on the cusp of dropping nighttime nappies. Um, last week, my daughter can now use the normal toilet by herself. No intervention. Number ones and number twos. Nice. 
that was a big achievement. I was very yeah. proud. I took a photo. It was a bit weird. <laughs> but very proud. <laughs> it's one of those achievements that's not an achievement. Yeah. Kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we're now like on the edge, on the verge of dealing with nappies at night time. But honestly, I just not, I can't be bothered. Like, yeah. I cannot be bothered now to throwing another thing to change. It will yeah. happen at some point. Yeah. I'm waiting until she asks now. That's the thing. You know you should do it, but you just, you don't want to. <laughs> it's like potty training in daytime. Like, you know you should do it, but it's just one of those things. T- talking of toilet time. Um, so I took to the wife and uh, Noah for a walk. Not not like not like dogs. <laughs> Let me just re- rewind. Walkies! We went on a family walk. Uh, get out in nature, go see a lake, all that sort of stuff. Go feed some angry geese. And they were angry. I got attacked by some geese Honestly, once. I was scared. Is it a gaggle? A, a gaggle of geese. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I thought, because it was hissing, if I hissed back because I'm a bigger mammal, they're not mammals, but because I was a big mammal, yeah. they'd get scared and step back. Nope. Nope. Made things 10 times worse. <laughs> anyway... On the way back from the walk, um, like before we went out, we checked, like, does she need a toilet or that sort of stuff? No, she's fine. On the way back, she's like, oh, I, I need a wee. There's no toilets about, but we're in nature. Sure. So <laughs> my wife helps her, is holding her. And she's holding her, hovering above the ground. And then all I hear is a, oh, no. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> all I could see is a pile of human poo. <laughs> So I want to know, is it illegal for human poo to be out in the wild? Because there are various signs about dog poo. And I've looked into it. There's a reason why. Not just because it makes the place look dirty. It's harmful bacteria in dog poo that can really seriously damage humans. Were you just leading the geese to the poo? <laughs> Here you go. A little snack for you. I, I was genuinely scared that we'd broken the law. So we just wiped and ran. Well, And because you're... Because she's not a baby, I bet you don't carry nappy bags around anymore, do you? No. We've had that exact scenario. We are sans nappy in the day. Sans nappy. <laughs> You're a lawbreaker. That's what you are. <laughs> a criminal. <laughs> well, I'm so sorry if you come across a poo which looks more humanist than uh, dog-ish. <laughs> yeah, we've had that exact same thing. I need a wee, a little hover, and then it's like... Eh. But the good thing for us is having a having a baby. We had nappy bags, so I did the whole inside out thing. Yeah, I wish I could say I did the same. I I, uh, I didn't break the law. Is it is it illegal? I don't know. I I can't find it. Like it's clear it's illegal for like in public, but out in the nature that's not necessarily public. Have you googled this? Tentatively. Tentatively. Yeah. Well, it's I one eye closed. I, <laughs> I, said, I didn't really look too far. Yeah, okay. I, it's. It, I looked enough to go. Where you can argue well, the, the answers will come and find you now. <laughs> but John, we've had a few messages. We have had a few messages. Quite a few. We had quite a few messages. While you load up the first one, I'm just going to tell our listeners that uh, we got a pet in our house. A pet caterpillar. <laughs> yep. One of those things, Catherine. Catherine the caterpillar no hungry hungry well this, this is the thing so my son loves the hungry caterpillar yeah he can recite the book and uh my wife's school they had a load of caterpillars in that they were gonna feed cocoon butterflies wow and uh one day we had to take her because we had and it's proper first world problems we were down to one car 
so I had to take her to work. Like it was 1994. And um, <laughs> the, the reception teacher came out and she's lovely. And she listens to the pod actually. So shout out to you, reception teacher. And um, she was like, oh, do you want to take one home? He said, yeah. So we had this caterpillar in our house in a little pot that he just kind of look at. He couldn't get it out. <laughs> he just kind of look at it. Every check his caterpillar. So it was first called Tiger. Tiger, yeah, nice. It was stripy. Yeah. Then it was called Thor. Great. Then it was called Spider-Man. <laughs> and then I think it's finished on Iron Man. Okay. And once it got into its cocoon, you had to take it back to school for it to become a, Hold on. a beautiful butterfly. You keep, you keep a caterpillar in a jar. It was in a little pot, yeah. She gave she gave it him in a pot. That and, it, was, and it just stays in the pot? Yeah, so there was food in there. Oh, okay. Some air holes. And uh, yeah, made its little chrysalis cocoon. That's pretty cool. Pretty cool. And you don't have to pick up any uh, droppings. Or human poo. Or human poo. <laughs> so that's where we are. So it's, it's gone back to the school now. It's, it's now a butterfly oh, living its best that's life. That's well cool. Lovely. I Wholesome. Make sure the note goes into a, a, a village-esque school. <laughs> yeah. Rather so, yeah. concrete jungle. Today so, you're taking home cement. Yeah. <laughs> Jace, have you got our, our first message? Yes, we've had a uh, great question from Calum. Ah, uh, Calum. Shout out, Calum. Great question. Uh, it says, fussy toddlers, what's the best way to get them to eat? Their likes and dislikes change on the daily. Ah, oh, this yes. is so real. Yes, they do. The latest thing for us is, uh, I think I mentioned it before. Um, no, it wasn't. She likes chicken. She loves chicken nuggets, but she sometimes doesn't like the crust. Yeah. But she doesn't like chicken plain. So you have to get the chicken nuggets, and then she'll insist you peel off the crust, like the batter. The batter. Mate, that um, is peak toddler. But now it's changed that she doesn't like cheese. Now, that's a pro- that's problematic for us because Noah's allergic to normal cheese. Yep. Which means she doesn't get a lot of calcium in her diet because it's just dairy. Yep. She's got special cheese. Fantastic. She used to eat it with a handful. Now she's not eating it. By the handful? Yeah, <laughs> quite literally. Shove it in my <laughs> face. <laughs> now she's not eating it. It's causing a bit of a problem because she's mm. not having as much calcium in her diet. And so, Caleb, I would love to know the answer to this question too. We quite often do this where someone asks us a question and we just say, don't know, we're there as well. There's things I've tried that have worked in other ways. Yeah. Making it sound more exciting than it is. Yeah, we've done this kind of, we called mashed potato, space potato, yeah. said this before, worked for about three days. Yeah. Um, my So my kids eat pasta, I've said this before as well, they, they will eat pasta non-stop, but it's just getting other things in the mix. How do you get them veg? Oh, blender. Blender. Yeah, blend it into the tomato sauce. Do you do that? You can do that, yeah. Ah, oh, that's cool. That's the game changer. And it's, it tastes wonderful. So today we had pasta, and uh, my wife said to my, again, one, lesson two. I don't know. I don't know. I want to pick this up as well. I've said that. But she's lesson two. She put three peas on her plate. She said, no peas, and picked them off. <laughs> what is it with kids and veg? Why did you just not eat veg? Yeah, like, so Noah goes through phases. Like, she loves peas and sweet corn. Yeah. Sometimes she'll love broccoli. But when I say sometimes, it'll be in a random day where she'll say, oh, I love broccoli. That day we make sure we get broccoli on the plate. Yeah. <laughs> Most of the day she doesn't eat it. Um, it's it's but, odd, oh, isn't it? Here's one thing that we learn. And I don't know, Callum, about how old there's toddlers in this situation. Yeah. Because um, we spoke to the doctor about Noah not eating as much because we were a little bit concerned. Um, and he, he was saying that, um, or they were saying, that when toddlers, like,
go through gross, but they eat loads. Yeah. But when they've gone through that, they don't need to grow as much, and so they're not as hungry. And uh, so actually our expectations of how much she should be eating was so out of whack. And actually she was fine eating a lot less until then her hunger picked back up because she needed to grow again. Um, and so we just kind of changed all our portion sizes. Um, but yeah, until they can understand proper bribery, I don't know yeah. which way to go. I saw a thing recently, and I don't know if this was fact or not. So it might be just <laughs> spreading misinformation. But, um, excuse me. I, <laughs> I had a drink of water just then, and it went down a, a little bit of a wrong hole. Um, and it was like, don't view your child's food intake daily. View it as weekly. Okay. So it was like, as long as they've had some sort of fruit and veg in the week, don't worry too much if it's not every single day. It's like, like the opposite of a massive Dwayne the Rock Johnson cheat day. Just have one day where they're just smashing veg. Take your word for it. <laughs> not looking into his diet, but yeah, let us know uh, what works for you. Next, uh, well, this is picking up from your, do you know we did our Q&A? I vaguely remember it. That was Easter Monday. Was it? It was. <laughs> and uh, you finished with the question of a TV or film that represents your parenting style. Now I've been thinking about this. Oh, go on then. Happy Gilmore. So do you know Happy Gilmore? Oh, I'm a big fan. The golf, golfist. Yeah. Who, uh, he's not very good golfer. He can just hit it really far. I think you killed Mr. Mr. Lady. <laughs> just, just a quote. Happy yeah. <laughs> That is that is me. That is my uh, kind of trying to control my frustration sometimes and just being like, just tap it in. <laughs> when like all is going wrong around you and you just want to lose it like Happy Gilmore at the ball not going in the green. Yeah. When he's trying to just put it gently. When you're trying a gentle parent but your child <laughs> is not gentle childing, just, <laughs> just tap it in. That is... <laughs> Your child is not gentle child. Yeah, that is, that is just, just <sighs> That's me. I forgot slapped the third time in a week. <laughs> the headbutts, man. <laughs> so yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's me. I'd say happy Gilmore, just holding it together. <laughs> what, which one of the Simon Pegg films is the one where he's like a police officer and it goes into like hot, hot fuzz. fuzz. Yeah. Hot fuzz. Not the title of the film, but the way that is represented. He goes into a quaint little village, feels like he knows what he's doing in his job, and all of a sudden, he's just out of his depth and is off on a wild goose chase. That's how I feel. Experimenting is not what I expected. You cannot reason with the, with the things coming your way. For the greater good. Um, For the greater good. I forgot about that. That is one of those films I watched when I was a teenager and just didn't get it and then revisited as an adult and thought that's quality. It's, it's a great film. Yeah. But just that sense of like, I felt somewhat prepared. Yeah. I felt somewhat what, adequate as a human. Yeah. Now it's like every day I'm caught off guard by something of, oh, how do we even, how do we crack this bit of like behavior? <laughs> Not in the same way he did in the film. <laughs> Not... Not at all. Um, so I've mentioned a couple of times, my daughter is one, nearly two, one and a half, whatever it is. Yep. And that is because I'm at a point where I've stopped using months. I don't know. She's one and something. Yeah. So we posted this. So uh, an account called Dadman Walking. Looks, <laughs> That's brilliant. It's quite nicely with Hot Fuzz. Um, he said, this dude introduced himself on a work call 
and he said that he had a 30-month-old. Hold on, what? So this dude just introduced himself on a work call, and he said he had a 30-month-old. So we're not going to be friends. <laughs> so we asked the question, when do you move from saying months to years when you're saying how old your kids are? And we had a lot of responses to this. So as you can probably tell, mine was one. They're one. Yeah. Definitely not to whatever 30 months is. What is 30 months? So it's 12, My 24, 36. It's two and something. Two, oh, that's far too long. That's two and six months, isn't it? I, I can understand it because like the development changes drastically yep. between those gaps. Like a two-year-old and a two-year-old who's nearly three, there's a massive leap there. Yep. No one needs to know. <laughs> so we've had lots of responses. So I'm going to rattle through these. Uh, Yeva, regular listener, 18 months or even earlier. After that, it just sounds silly. Joe, 12, just one. 12 months, unless it's your third, then you just say a random number and hope for the best. <laughs> <laughs> Luke, when your baby is one years old. Jade, 18 months. Arta, after 12 months. Evie, at two years old. And then you just say two and a half, three, three and a half, five. <laughs> Jan, that's my mum, at two years. Caelan, two years. Uh, Ermac, do you remember Ermac? Raging at her partner back in the day. Mm. <laughs> as soon as you hit one, had enough of counting on my fingers. <laughs> Laura, 18 months. Elise, that's my sister, 18 months. Basically, it's one, 18 months or two is the recurring theme. Yeah, I think... I think it would change depending on the context of the conversation as well. Like if you're talking to a bunch of other parents about child development and like yeah, you're comparing yeah, yeah, stuff, yeah. That, that helps to just offset some of the expectations. Yeah. But you don't want to be going until they're 18. Like they're 216 months old. Mate, if that is 18 years old, that I is... I the calculator. Oh! That <laughs> <laughs> was... Mate. <laughs> so yeah... I, I was, I was, I think with my first, I was probably like 18 months. Yeah. Second, I was 12, one. I was doing it in days. Oh, man, that'd be, oh have you done it? No. <laughs> Ed Vorderman over here. Well, that's just someone who's really struggling. <laughs> yeah, that's someone that is, uh, has read all the parenting books and they, they know all the sleep cycles. <laughs> so, Jace, we've had a message from International uh, oh. Listener. I forgot about your voice. I'm so sorry. I went. <laughs> I went far too high there. But we got a message from Emily in Australia. Australia. You want to read it or shall I read it? Oh, you read it. I'll read it. Hey, Jason and Jordan. Another international oh, listener. Should you have to do an accent or is that inappropriate? Texas. <laughs> Australia. You bogan. <laughs> Australian listeners. I can't, I can't do an Australian accent. No, I can't really. I've got one of our best friends is Australian. Uh, and I'm still no better at it. But I can say, you're bogan. <laughs> hey, Jason and Jordan, another international listener here from Australia. Absolutely love your podcast. I found you guys a couple of months ago and I've binged all your episodes. I'm a young mum to the sweetest nine-month-old girl. Oh, Very nice. Do you remember having a nine-month-old girl? I do. How sweet. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, um, I don't have many mum friends, so your podcast has been amazing. You're real... And relatable content makes me feel less alone. And you guys never make, uh, never fail to make me laugh, even on the tough days. Keep the episode coming. Emily. Wow. 
Emily, and if, if your experience is similar to mine, my daughter is nearly three. I'm not sure what that is in months. But it, honestly, it's just, she's still so sweet. Melts yeah. my heart still. Yeah. Um, uh, thank you for the message. That's a lovely message. Thank you, Emily. John, we've had a voice note. Love a voice note. Love a voice note. And I've not listened to this. This is my <laughs> real reaction. I love this. If I hear one more person say to me, sleep when the baby sleeps, I think I may just high-five them in the face with a brick. (laughs) And I don't even think I'd be sorry for doing it. Um, I'm currently trying to run around the house and do 1,000 jobs because she's a ticking time bomb. And I know for a fact that she could wake and scream at any point. And then if she needs a feed, that's me completely out of action for at least an hour or a couple of hours. And probably needing a complete outfit change because her reflux is that bad, she'll probably drench me in sick. But weirdly, I'm loving it. I think that's what this whole parenting thing is. Like, you couldn't be beaten and battered more and enjoy it. But I do. There's good days and bad days, don't get me wrong. And last night was horrific. But yeah, I adore her. (laughs) That's from Helen. What a message. It's a great message. All I could think is, like, those early days, and I look back on it, it reminds me of having to sleep... It doesn't remind me. It's what I, what I imagine sleeping in a war zone feels like. Yeah. Because you're just so nervous at so, what will happen next. There's always something going on. But you can't sleep when the baby's going to sleep because you're just a nervous wreck. Yeah. I uh, I fell asleep yesterday. Uh, so for context, uh, Helen... So Helen's got a two-month-old. So very different to our... Yeah circumstances but i fell asleep yesterday just face down on our mattress my wife was doing the uh the bedding it had no sheets on it no pillows i just i just felt like a dead person just lying face down and i was flat out for a wow. good like 30 40 minutes wow. it was great mate solid nap but yeah do you know, like kind of itchy mattress because it's not got a sheet on it but yeah i, I absolutely love that message from helen i think she sums it up so well in the whole thing of like, I love it. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's, it's chaos and yes, it's carnage and yes, it's tiring. Yes. It's like a bomb site, but mm-hmm. I love it so much. So yeah, shout out to Helen and all the other new mums. Yeah. That are just getting used to all that kind of stuff. Cause it, like we said this before, we can't speak from a, a woman's perspective, but it must be so hard. Yeah, it's so hard. And what I think is even worse, that everyone's got an opinion. Oh, man. Everyone's got an opinion. And even if, like, you don't have a, a massive circle of people, like, even your own parents and like those that you relate to, everyone's got an opinion on the best way to do it. Yeah. And kids are, like, similar in a lot of ways, but they're also so different. Yeah. And so, like, managing that tension, like, is hard enough with all the other stuff going on. Yeah, massive respect to women in general. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. 
Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. So speaking of messages from new mums, we've had a, a message uh, on Instagram. And this person has asked uh, to remain anonymous. So she says... Uh, Thank you guys for the, for the podcast. It's nice to have a uh, a little bit of reality without being just moaning. I'm guessing she's playing catch up and she's... Nah. <laughs> it comes later. <laughs> yeah. Um, which says, I have a three and a half month old who is a great sleeper. So kind of picking up on the thing we said before. Wow. Uh, most nights we get from nine or 10 p.m. until about four or six in the morning. So for three and a half months, that's pretty good. I, I love their outlook on that. Yeah. Great sleeper. I'm getting up at 4 a.m. <laughs> yeah. Great sleeper. Yeah, brilliant sleeper. But for three months, that is pretty good. Um, not every night, but most. This has been the case now for about six to eight weeks. Yes, he does nap too. And if I dare say this to other parents, I either get, uh, oh, don't talk to me, that's not fair, or just wait, it won't last. Now, that might be true, but I can't enjoy it for now. Additionally, I'm still exhausted from the mental load. I'm not stupid. I know I feel a lot better than most due to decent sleep. I'm still shattered and I don't feel I have a place to express that. I just want someone to say, yes, I get it. You're still a first time mom of a three month old. You're still knackered from recovery, pregnancy, hormones, the mental load of new motherhood. You might feel less hysterical, sleep deprived and generally horrendous, but you will still feel exhausted and that's okay. And we're here for you rather than just wait. It won't last. Yeah. Anyway, I'm writing this at nearly 5am while the baby goes back to sleep after a feed. <laughs> it's so did, true, isn't it? We got it? that message at 4.49 in the morning. Wow. That's a great message. And it, like, it's so true. Like, it's really difficult to have conversations about your kids that don't seem like competitive. Yeah. Of either the parents' competitiveness of having more sleep and being more tired. Yep. But then on the flip side, it's really easy as a parent when you are shattered just to try and make a joke of everything. Yeah. Yeah, I related to this quite a lot. And I said this probably before. Our little girl from, I want to say eight months, slept through and woke up once around a similar time, around three, four. And it really like took it out of me, even though I knew that was quite good. Yeah. One wake up. Like I was pretty chuffed. Um, and then we had, I think it was the Jubilee. And I, I was talking to one of the, the women locally and uh, said, oh, does she sleep through yet? I said, oh, just the one wake up. She went, oh, that's not very good at eight months. And I just thought, you can't win. There's, there's no winning. And, um, you know, and that kind of thing that she just said there, like when you say to other people that aren't maybe doing as as well, there's a bit of guilt where you maybe feel like, you're rubbing it in. Yeah. Um, and then someone just goes, ah, oh, just you wait. So like you, and this feels like a lot of the time with being a parent and especially a new parent, you can't win. No matter what you say, someone will pick it apart mm. and find the negative. Yeah. I wonder if there's a part of us where we can try like mitigate people's expectations as well. 
Mm. And like we don't we don't want to allow people just to enjoy the moment. It's more like just prepare because it might get bad rather than just going, just enjoy it. Just enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And do by all means enjoy it while it lasts because it might not last. Hmm. I know that's what people are saying, but yeah. it's that kind of expectation that like, yeah, you're happy now, but you won't be. Yeah. And I, I don't know I don't necessarily think it's the the happiness, it's just the exhaustion sometimes. Yeah. But again, that changes depending on every child and every parent. Yeah. Like the ups and downs of parenting it is constantly changing. That's the point. But trying to enjoy the moment is probably getting harder when everyone's sharing their opinions. Yeah. And you've said this before. It's like not even just the physical, it's the the mental, like the relentlessness where you just can't switch off. Yeah. That will take its toll as well. So thank you for that message. Uh, like I said, she wants to remain anonymous, but thank you so much. And we've had an email from Ryan Adams. Brian? Ryan. It's the summer of 69. <laughs> so this one's come from uh, Illinois. My name is Ryan. I'm 24. I'm born and raised in Illinois, but currently live in my wife's home in the state of West Virginia. Country roads, <laughs> take me home. <laughs> uh, I've lost my place. And have a one and a half year old called Luella uh, with another one on the way. Wow. Gosh. Go on, Ryan Adams. <clears throat> so hang on a second. I want to pick this up. He's 24. That's young, isn't it? To be expecting your second. Yeah. I think I got married at 24. Yeah, I did. I can't remember. Shout out to you, Ryan. Yeah. I, don't, I, I think I'd like to have had kids at 24, you know. I would like the energy. The energy. I still quite like the fact that I didn't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think my dad had my sister at 24 and mm. me at 26, so he was quite young. But yeah, that's, that's cool. One and a half year old and another on the way due in June. Wow. Is that Irish twins? No. I can't do the math. One and a half. It's got to be under one. Oh, uh, yeah, of under course. One, yeah. Yeah, I'm not the best at biology. <laughs> anyway, so it's quite a long message, so I'll, I'll cut through. But Ryan's catching up. He's on the Christmas episodes, um, but he's given up on social media. And so he's sending us an email, doing it the old-fashioned way. Wow. But I have a top tool that's worked for me fairly frequently throughout my daughter's first year. And sometimes you have to be patient for it to work. <laughs> and it might only work on kids under one, <laughs> or at least that have less movement in their body. <laughs> <laughs> so we have a typical rocking chair in her room and I count the rocks in my head up to a hundred. If she moves or make noise within reason, I restart the count. If you go through a hundred rocks with no movement or noises, it's safe to attempt to lay them in their crib. Anytime I've went through to a hundred rocks with no movement or noise, she doesn't fight the sleep near as much. Feel free to give your thoughts on this whenever you get a chance. Appreciate y'all's podcast. And be sure to expect more questions, tools, and stories from me in the future. Thank you for that, Ryan Adams. Well, Ryan Adams, I can safely say, I, uh, when my child was younger, I thought myself a man of science. <laughs> <laughs> Trying every test and counting available data available. And um, it, I, could just, I couldn't crack it. I couldn't crack it. One thing would work, and I'd counter a lot higher than 100 before I tried to put my daughter down. Sometimes it would work a treat. Other days, no. We say this a lot. Yeah. If it works for you, 
You do it. I, there's no way I'd be counting to 100 and starting again if I got to 98 or 99. I've been or, there. Or 75. Yeah, I've been there. I just won't be counting to 100. I just haven't got that kind of <laughs> patience. When you've got a target and that's the only thing that you've got, like, oh. Sleep has driven me to a few things that <laughs> I never thought I would do. Yeah, the dance moves. The dance moves. The dance moves. Trying to find the algorithms in the carpet. Doesn't work for me. I was guilty of just going for a drive. If they struggle to go down, stick them in the car. Yeah, I And I, I really didn't want to because I thought, I don't want that to be the only way they get to sleep. But there were just some days where I just thought, I need to get some sleep now. Throw them in the car and then like have blurry vision driving. <laughs> I'd like to know um, Ryan's further experiments. Yeah. If it persists, but also any new ones that comes across. Yeah. Yeah, uh, for sure. But yeah, thank you, uh, Ryan Adams from West Virginia. I was going to attempt to do an accent, but I don't actually know what that accent is. Nor do I. Not a clue. <laughs> I still want to try it, but I know I'd be wrong. <laughs> Go on. In your Marvin Gaye voice. <laughs> Virginia. <laughs> I felt that. It was so deep. <laughs> Did I ever tell you the story that I was so scared once to wake up Noah that instead of hoovering my car outside... I drove to the nearest service station. <laughs> How far was it? <laughs> 10 minutes. <laughs> really? Yeah. That's, it drives you that way though, doesn't it? Sometimes. Literally in the service station, the only other car in the car park was a police car. And I get out in my shorts and flip-flops with a Hoover. I thought this got to look so dodgy. Is it illegal to, dr- to drive in flip-flops? You're just breaking the law, left, right and center. Oh, this was lockdown as well, so... It- you shouldn't have been outside. <laughs> 10 minutes from your house. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. That's, spe- speaking of counting to 100, our son, who is 36 months, <laughs> I don't know how it is. <laughs> he's, uh, he's nearly four. He decided to count to 100 the other day in the car. It took a long time. to get there? He, he got there. He needed a bit of help with like 80, 90. He'd go ah, okay. 78, 79, 70, 10. Got you. And I'd go A, he'd go 80. Mate, 100 takes a while when you're driving yeah but that's a that's genuinely something i do if i need some time i go, no can you count to 100 and she can get there but i know i've got a few minutes now <laughs> he got to 40 and i thought how far are you gonna go and we were stuck in traffic as well and i just wanted to be like mate can you stop counting but he was really enjoying it it was keeping him and i was so proud of him when he got to 100 uh, yeah it's again another one of those things what i don't like is that now like noah does a similar thing but now she wants to do it together yeah <laughs> i did not sign up for that it's a solo activity she, she wants to do it so frequent where you say all the odd numbers and she'll say all the even numbers that's that's clever it's clever but i did not want to count to 100 yeah i just want to concentrate on just some time to drive it's not a team sport <laughs> it's an individual event well, I was driving with my son, what day is it? Monday, yesterday. And I had one of those kind of, your toddler melts your heart kind of moments. So he was, I was shattered yesterday. Hence the dead body sleep that I had on the empty mattress. <laughs> and um, he was talking and he was talking and he was talking. And I was just like trying to keep awake. And this was about 12 o'clock in the afternoon, like midday. I was just doing my best to drive. And he was talking, he was talking, he was talking. I'm not responding. I'm really tired, completely zoned out. And he just went, Daddy? I said, yeah. And he went, what's the matter? Oh. And I was just like, oh my goodness. Like, 
I don't know like where developmentally like social cues and things like that come in, but like he could tell that there was something not quite right. And I felt a bit guilty that I was thinking, oh, you know, I should, you know, respond to him when he's talking to me. Um, But I said, oh, nothing's the matter. I'm just a little bit tired. And he went, yeah, me too. I was like, should we go in for a nap? He was like, yeah. (laughs) We've ditched his nap, so he couldn't nap. (laughs) So yeah, that was, that was really lovely. That was quite nice. Oh, very wholesome. Bless him. Anyway, got a bit of a deep bit. How are we doing for time? I actually don't know. Oh, well, let's crack on. Go on, put your snorkel on. So I've got a life update. Got a bit of a life update. Oh, yeah, you, you teased that from the beginning. We've got to go in. So I've got a new job. Way. Yeah. <laughs> oi, oi. So I've got a new job. Um, at the start of the year, I said one of my resolutions was to, to get a promotion after looking at the smart meter. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> yeah, and like all jokes aside, and this is a bit of a serious thing, I kind of want to touch on finance. Mm. and the cost of living and all that kind of stuff. And when I said to my wife, oh, I want to talk about finance on the pod, she went, oh, don't. And I think that's partly because it's a boring topic and partly because we're British and people don't talk about finances. It's it's a stressful topic. And it's a stressful topic. Yeah, especially now. But yeah, it was, it's one of those things. I'm, I'm not a particularly flashy person. If anyone watches this pod, they will notice I have like six jumpers that are all the same. They're just slightly different shades of grey. <laughs> and I've got seven or eight t-shirts, exactly the same, just slightly different shades of whatever. So I'm not like a flashy person. I don't do stuff for money. But with the way that life has gone uh, recently, my outgoings had gotten bigger, much like a lot of people. Mm-hmm. In go- incomings had stayed the same. And it's like, right, something's got to give now. And I will say this with a parenthesis. I don't know if I've used that correctly at all, of perspective. I know things could be worse and I know that people are in worse positions. But for me and my experience, that's what I was thinking. Mm. And kind of dad mode kicked in of like, I need to provide and I need to earn a little bit more and I need to uh, just, just bring in more money. And so, um, that was a, a major part of looking for a new job. Now, I've, I've landed a, a, a marketing agency in, uh, in town. It's a creative agency. They do some brilliant stuff. So it's like, it's a great job. It's a great opportunity. But with that extra money and that extra responsibility comes longer hours, yeah. a bit more expectation and a bit more time away from the kids. Now, we've talked about this a lot mm-hmm. and I've been in a brilliant position for the last few years where I've work from home four days a week. I've worked hours to suit me. I've worked hours to suit the kids. I've been able to work from home when they're ill, poorly, whatever. Um, whereas now it's kind of a little bit more structured because it's client work. So you're kind of having to meet other expectations. Clients don't care, you know, if your kid's poorly. Yeah. They just want the work that they've paid for, generally speaking. that That's quite a crass way of putting it, but you know what I mean? There's yeah, expectation. Yeah. So... I've, uh, I'm now working three days a week in the office or the studio and um, my working days are two hours longer. So three days and then some at home? Two days at home. Yeah. So with travel, with the extra hours, yeah. well, extra little bit of, of working time, my day, working days, two hours longer. Wow. So that's less time from the, the kids. Mm-hmm. And again, 
I'll put it in the perspective. There are people that do five days, there are people who do six days, there are yeah, people yeah. do two jobs. So I'm still in a really fortunate position, but my circumstances changed. And there was one day recently, I dropped the kids off at half seven at nursery, picked them up, I think it was six, quarter to six. So they'd been in nursery for like 11 hours. Yeah. And I just felt a little bit bad, but sounding maybe like a hypocrite and all the stuff we've talked about, like it's really important to focus on your family for the first you know, few years of their life. It's necessary at this moment in time to make that step to provide because life is mental. You got to do what you got to do. Yeah. And that's, that's the kind of way we've been in such a privileged position, like especially in our society. Yeah. We've been so privileged with opportunity and time and, We've not been fighting to put a roof over our heads, like generally speaking. Yep. And so we've had the privilege of first world problems. Yep. Um, and like with interest rates and all that, we're starting to like experience more of the tightness that the generations before us are used to as well. Yeah. Um, but it's, yes, yeah, there's something that we've been experiencing as well. Like I, I chose my job definitely not for the money so for those who don't know I'm, I'm a minister um that came with a significant pay drop um but felt right all those sorts of things felt right for the family loads of sacrifice that was counted for um but on the same time i'm also my own boss mm. and so i can make other sacrifices for the meantime however it definitely becomes the tension of sometimes you just you've just got to get through and like yeah. that's okay there's a couple i know that are in my church um they've got three kids two older kids and one same age as noah um and the husband works like an i say normal job at long hours and the wife's a nurse shift worker yeah and it's like so she'll have to work evenings like four days on four days off yeah and it's carnage it mm. looks like i would not be able to do it but they're literally just like we just have to get through like whatever it costs at the moment to get through yeah that's all we need to do and it's like oh of course like as your parent that's what you want to do for your kids yes you want to spend more time with them but also it's necessary <laughs> that we can still live mm. um, and have the freedom like as well to go to soft plays every now and then all those sorts of things yeah um it's a constant balancing act and i, I think a few people don't like the word balance because it assumes like You've got things like balancing yeah, right, yeah. but I th I think it is appropriate because you're constantly adjusting. Yeah, whatever happens in life and in parenting or in work life, you're constantly trying to adjust so the appropriate time is being spent mm. and finances. Yeah, 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 for sure. So yeah, that's just that's just where I'm at at the minute. <clears throat> really chuffed with the opportunity. The company I'm three weeks in. Nice. The company are great. The people are brilliant. Like I I think from day one. I was really well welcomed and didn't feel like the new person, didn't feel like a spare part at all. Mm. So they've been brilliant. But like just in the back of my mind, there is that thing of like, there's a lot less time with the kids. Like tomorrow, uh, I've been asked to go to London for the day, which is like it's brilliant. Get to meet a client that, um, you know, bringing a lot of money for the, for the business and they want me involved, which is awesome. Mm. But like then there's that thing of, you're probably not going to see the kids tomorrow, which is like, for me is a new thing. Yeah. I know that we had Dan Blythe on, a few months ago quite a long quite a long time ago now travels for his job works away quite a bit you were away last week mm. but for me it's new yeah. so it's a little bit like of a getting used to it phase and i think it's it's, it's probably a good thing that those questions are on your mind as well mm. like anyone who's listening to the podcast if you're thinking about like these tensions that's a good sign yeah because you're 
thinking about how this is going to affect your family, how it's going to affect your kids, and then you're more likely to make the necessary decisions rather than overindulge in either, because that, that's both not helpful. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, it's just one of those things, isn't it? Yeah, when we did our Q&A episode, you made the joke of you would go live in the 20s because, like, all all men had to do was go to work. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But now there's that thing of, and, like, I'm not trying to be all, like, I don't know, there's, like, a comedic bit of give and take, isn't there, between mums and dads and, like, you know, mums will say, you know, we carried them for nine months. Men will say, well, we go to work and then we come home. We have like this, that kind of back and forth, which has become a little bit of a joke, mm. but there's an undercurrent of tension there sometimes with people. Like for, for me, I love the fact that dads now are like hands on dads. They're really involved, yeah. but the pressure to provide and the expectation to provide is still the same as it always has been. Mm. So on one hand, you've got an expectation that hasn't dropped but on the other hand, you've got an expectation that's risen and that can feel like a lot of pressure for some dads. And again, that was kind of not on my mind, but it was like, right. I love on the one hand that I am here and I'm doing so much stuff with the kids. It's brilliant. But on the other hand, there is still this thing of like your primary role for for me, not for everybody is like you go out and you work and you earn. Mm. And so that kind of ris- risen that rose. And then this didn't drop. That stayed the same. Yeah. And I know for a lot of people, a lot of mums as well, can't speak into that too much, but like there's always that thing of it feels like you're just taking on more and more and more responsibility when nothing drops. So what I've decided to do is I play football twice a week, just drop that down to one. Kind of free up a little bit of time. Mm. I know that's leisure time, but free up a little bit of time. Let Leanne go out that time and stay home, do what I need to do, Mm. play with the kids whatever so yeah it's just a bit of a transition period yeah but one that i know a lot of people have been through as well yeah and i think it's there's there's always going to be more seasons like that aren't there i think the way the world's going yeah oh man like it doesn't seem to stop (laughs) that's the other thing it doesn't like i think if there was a, a kind of an end in sight i wouldn't feel the need like i said there was more reasons to go anyway i was kind of I was in my last job for four and a half years and kind of things weren't progressing and probably boredom's not the right word, but it was becoming very samey. And mm. I was, I was thinking it's time for a change anyway, but then like, you know, taking over a hundred pounds, fill up your car. It's like, yeah, this is like, come on, let's, but there was no end in sight. Yeah. Things just seem to keep getting more and more and more. If there was an end in sight, maybe I wouldn't feel that urgency. Yeah. I think one thing that I find, really helpful generally for me I don't know if this works for anyone else but for me is I like to try and especially when it's going to difficult times is really define like what success looks like in that time Mm. Um, so like for me like my work will all of a sudden get really busy I can't control it because if someone dies or people's like lives go to mess I'm the one that gets involved and so it's a bit unpredictable but when that happens it's uh, there's a little bit of leeway of yeah, I'm not going to be around for a while, but even whatever it is, I like to define what success looks like. So then I can work in like months and seasons. Mm. Actually, for a while, I'm going to do this. And success will look like, maybe I'm not doing every single bath time, but insisting on quality time. What does that look like? And so it's not just time spent. It's, is the time that I am spending with my kids quality? 
and it is a time I'm spending with my wife, quality time, rather than just I'm too tired. Yeah, yeah. Whereas if I, if that is the case, what needs to change in order to actually make that time like redeemed? Yeah. Um, and then the times when you have to slog away at work become easier because actually sometimes that's easy. I just need money from this. Mm. Um, actually, I can put my fulfillment from work on the on on the shelf for a little bit. Um, but then there's a time when that comes back, and actually, like for me, work is also about fulfillment and feeling like I'm useful um, rather than just money. Um, but that changes all the time. Yeah. But yeah, for me, having helpful goals, that really helps. Yeah. Very goal orientated. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's, that's me. And uh, I, do you know what? I've enjoyed reading everybody's messages, catching up on the messages. Oh, I've loved it. If you do have a message, please do send it in at Parenting Tools Pod on Instagram or TikTok. Send us your voice notes. Oh, we love a voice note. We love a voice note, don't we? <laughs> so yeah, that's uh, that's us. I've enjoyed that. Nice to be back in the uh, back in the groove. Back in the groove. <laughs> now, John, we have got a special guest next week. Do we? You, me, and me. And <laughs> man, I was so confused. <laughs> I was thinking, what have I signed myself up to? Because a lot of times I don't know. <laughs> See you next week. <laughs> oh, I feel like I lowered the tone too much there. No, it was good. I think that was nothing good. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.